So very good morning all of you. Uh, my name is Alpesh Patel and I'm author of this book Chalta Hai India. It's my pleasure to have a conversation today with Sri Rajiv Ji. Uh, the association with Rajiv Ji on this book is actually kind of a year or two old, you know. Uh, when I wrote the first draft of this and sent him for his comments, feedback and inputs, he was very kind enough to give his feedback. Additionally, the title was of the book was something different. Uh, much longer. It, it was much longer. And he came back with some very sharp suggestions. And the title that you see today called Chalta Hai India is the title that he suggested. And believe me, today when people pick up this book, they say what they like the most about this book to begin with is the title. They said it's a very catchy title and it communicates very well what the theme of the book is. So thank you so much for that. Uh, your support has been valuable in putting this book together. Uh, let me begin with discussing about this subject uh, Chalta Hai. So uh, it's interesting that you know around five years back around the same time uh, just before the 2014 elections there was a lot of noise around india about some unfortunate incidents in delhi here itself and there was a lot of news saying is india chalta hai nation what can we do about it are we in a mess and all that uh, when i was chatting with my friends and family uh, I realized that people were discussing about this very superficially. Nobody had a clear idea as to what exactly is Chalta Hai. And I said, we need to get to the root of it to actually figure out why this is happening. Can we ever get rid of it? Is it unique to India? Right. Uh, when I started debating with people uh, in a group like this, uh, some of the very passionate Indians used to come and say, no, we are a great country, Harappan civilization. Uh, Indian NRIs are CEOs in US, you know, we are a, we are great people. And some pessimistic guys used to come and say, look, our roads are in a mess. Most Indian graduates who pass out are unemployable and so on. So it used to be just anecdotal debates without going to the root of it. So what I did then was I took up four sectors, you know, being a consultant, I like to do deep researches. So I started with researching on four uh, subjects, which is sports, films, uh, road transport and education. And we get to the very depth of it to actually figure out what this Chalta Hai is, right? So with that, I would like to uh, get your views, uh, Rajiv Ji, on the subject. Uh, first of all, how serious do you think is this challenge of Chalta Hai today? So namaste to all of you and thank you for writing this book. So first I want to say that uh, I get all these uh, people writing books and all, you know, and it, time is limited and so I'm not... Uh, able to do justice to all of them. But when he sent this to me and I looked through it real quick, I felt that uh, this is relevant to my work. And so therefore it's important I should tell you because I've been uh, writing a book called Moron Smriti, okay. uh, FAQs on morons, mm -hmm. uh, people who don't take life seriously, mediocrity, uh, kind of a chalta hai attitude, uh, people who glorify being a being this is how it is you know um, and this is all over India I noticed I mean there's people in uh, Kotak Bank who manage my account and they're just one sloppy thing after another which would not be tolerated some of them could even be considered violations of the rules here yes. but it's all chalta hai sir aise hi hai aap to bahut hi demand karte hai like that so you are at a too high a standard whether it is the video guy who could not put the proper audio and he says chalta hai I've had uh, so many arguments. I demand in writing when they invite me that your job is to give me this video with this kind of quality of footage, with this kind of audio. And the audio has to go from the mic with a wire. It can't be just off the air. 
Correct. Even IIT Roorkee, my talk, which I spent two days going and coming, I have not been able to put it up because of their chalta attitude. They are the oldest engineering college. Yeah. Even a prestigious place of engineering near uh, Chennai, same thing. So if I criticize, then they blacklist you, they won't call you back. Yes. So they, it means that not only is there a chalta hai, but it is legitimized. It is considered hamara hak hai. Who are you to demand something more? And you are being too critical. Yes. Okay. So the very sloppy standard is prevailing. So when this sloppy standard applies to the Indian civilization and the Hindu culture, Vedic culture, I've called it the moron smriti. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what are the shlokas? What are the uh, what are the ten important things morons say to justify themselves? Okay. So I have put this. Okay, morons will say shloka one that each of those is the chapter mine. So I have written this kind of a thing, and then I realize that uh, what you are writing is sort of overlapping. Sure. Uh, you have put in empirical data. Correct. So I didn't do empirical data. You've done empirical data, so I'm very happy. Sure. Uh, mine is more qualitative observations of for over 25 years, sure. uh, not quantifying them. Sure. But my observations are based on the fact that I've, I I used to have businesses in uh, own companies in 20 countries. Sure. So I know how Korean work ethic is, how Chinese work ethic is, how this one, that one, various places. Sure. And you know, there is mediocrity in all kind of places. Correct. But here the mediocrity is justified by the people. It Correct. is like, Correct. so I talked to, uh, when I was doing corporate turnaround yes. uh, in the US, which is, you will be appreciating because you are a consultant. Yes. So I was hired by CEOs in places like AT&T, British Telecom, right at the chairman's office. Yes. They also knew that suddenly they are no longer monopoly. They have to uh, compete. Correct. And this mediocrity, this chalta hai within them will not be acceptable. Correct. But because there is a marketplace demanding performance, Correct. therefore, you know, the new chairman, new management is appointed to solve the problem. Correct. And they bring me in. And when I go, my job is to go around identifying what, why, where this whole mediocrity is. To deal with the mediocrity, I would go to the CEO and they would back me. Absolutely. Here, I go to some Hindu organizations I won't name, I go to some political organizations I won't name, I go to some guru organizations I won't name, I go to various civic organizations and when I point out the mediocrity, the top people will say, Haam to aise hai. so here the problem is that the management, the senior people are also inbred, sure. whereas in AT&T they fired the top guys brought outsiders. Absolutely. So when the outsider comes, Correct. he says, hey listen, we have to change this, we are going to be out of business otherwise, so when, when they bring a guy like me, I get their support. Absolutely. Whereas here, if I give a kind of a, a consultative diagnostic Correct. to the top people, Correct. and you've seen some of the top people I've interviewed, yeah. uh, in the interviews I don't bring this out because I want to bring out what they have to say. Sure. But behind the scenes, I'm also giving them unofficial, unpaid for, unasked consulting advice. Sure. And I find that the, the chaltaha attitude comes from the top. They are they're not interested in um, uh, shaking up their organization. Absolutely. So how are we going to be competitive? So this issue of uh, how prevalent is Chanta hai India, I think it is a very serious disease. And I'm very glad that you've started articulating numerical data, statistical data, so that it's undeniable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my opening Thank statement. Thank you so much. No, so uh, you, you're right, Rajiv ji. Actually, uh, the topic is such a subject that, you know, people talk from a qualitative perspective. I had to put numbers to it to actually, yes. the, it's amazing that after people read this, they are able to assimilate and agree with me, whatever I've said, right? Uh, now, 
let's go a level below, right? I found some pillars of what is lacking actually because of which the Chalta hai is coming in. What as per you is the first level of reasons for this Chalta hai that we see all around us? You know, when a, when a body, human body has disease, eventually it spreads to all the organs. Right. So when society has some kind of a mediocrity problem, it ends up in the media, it ends up in the government, it ends up in the civil service, in the academics, in school textbooks, ashrams, whatever. I think this chalta has become very pervasive, which is like an advanced stage of disease, is my sense of it. Sure. So the question is, what causes Indians to have this mediocrity? Yes. Now, let's understand that you can't say it is a mediocre DNA, because the same guys go overseas and do very well. So there is something strange about our, uh, uh, something strange about our ecosystem. Yeah. I think first of all the ecosystem accepts, tolerates and even glorifies that you are cool. Hai. Being chalta hai is cool. It's cool. And being uh, demanding is sort of, our feel good kharaab kar diya, sir. People, as if my job uh, as, an, as an analyst and a critic of society is to make them all feel good. So I can't give them bad news. I can't say that you have to work hard. You have to solve this problem. They all want convenient push button job ho gaya, retweet kar diya, hamara kaam ho gaya. Ho gaya. So uh, the idea of instant solution, mera responsibility hai to ho jayega, koi kar This is a very serious problem. And I want to ask, I want, I leave this as an open question. Is the bhakti of deity, ke wo hamara kaam kar dega? being projected onto human beings. Ya Modi kar dega? Ab wo authority kar dega? So we you deify somebody, you take the personality and you deify the person and so now you absolve yourself of responsibility. I see this a lot. When I tell people ki ye problem hai kuch karna hai, I got a long lecture, email ki aap to atma hai, fire can't burn you, this one can't do this to you and therefore you have to no worry. This kind of a thing. So, citing out of context our own Vedant, which is applicable at a certain level, but in the Karma Kshetra, Dharma Kshetra, you have to work. You can't say because ultimate reality is such, therefore, so people I call morons who actually misquote our own texts to justify their own escapism. Because our culture is not escapist. Correct. When Adi Shankara, after his enlightenment, did not say, I will sit in a cave and do nothing, he went all over the country to do something. Talk about it. Talk yes. about it, activate it, uh, debate people, Absolutely. fight fight, fight for it. Engage with people. Engage with people. Yes. Buddha, after moksha, he did not, after his nirvan, did not just sit nothing, he started institutions, he started so much teaching. Absolutely. So you see that in Mahabharata also. Sure. You know, the, 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 the importance of engagement. The whole Gita is a lecture to Arjun to go out of his moron mode. Absolutely. And you can't be a moron, you have to do something. Absolutely. And it takes 18 chapters to get the, po get the point across. Absolutely. So, our tradition is being misquoted as something which where you know you are not supposed to be active. Sure. So, I think one of the themes that I found uh, as a first level reason of the Chalta in India was the lack of quality culture and lack of process compliance. You know, we all take pride. You know, that's the pride we take in breaking the processes, breaking the rules, 
quality is something that we completely lack. So what is your view on the link between this lack of quality culture and the chalta hai? Okay. Since I was a child or when I was a child, my mother used to take me to places to buy, they were buying some saris and all. So chota bachcha usko bhi le aate saath mein. Right? You know, in those days. So I would go and I would be surprised at how patient the sari wala was. Uh, with ladies coming and spending hours and hours, they want this one with this flower in it, that color, this foil, this one, whatever. Then they would, the consumer was very fussy. So the producer had high quality. So I learned that the sari culture, the sari qualities are very high. The jewelry quality is very high because the consumer is very fussy. Demanding. Demanding in the area of women's fashions. And I've ever noticed that, that the, because the women are so fussy about quality, the consumer fussy, the producer produces. The other area where this has happened is cuisine. Uh, Indians are very fussy. They, you know, the chapati is not round. They send it back. Even though it's the same chapati, it's not chalta hai. No, no chalta hai business. The chef will make a new chapati. Garam nahi hai, to bhej So where, I'm just giving you a couple of examples where the Indian public as a consumer is not chalta hai, the producers are also high quality. Right. So the same is not true in other domains. Uh, same is not so I think that the chalta hai it is the consumer who has to fix the problem and not rely ke wo humare government kar degi ya corporate kar degi consumer has to be more fussy and more demanding Absolutely. so this is my one point sure. second point is that the British did not want strategic strategic thinking people because strategic thinking people will not make good slaves Correct. they learned the, the whites had learned this in uh, in America during the slavery era and that was long before they started doing here in India. So they had perfected this idea how to get work out of these people. Uh, in the in the Americas, it was physical work. In the Indias, it was mental work also, physical work also. And how to keep them from having their own leaders because the leader from within will be very dangerous. Correct. Okay. So the strategic thinker is a dangerous person among the class of people that you've colonized. You want the workers who will be satisfied with very little. Absolutely. So they never encouraged the teaching of Mahabharat. Arthashastra was missing. You know, Arthashastra was discovered 100 years ago. The copy of Arthashastra in Sanskrit was discovered by somewhere in the south by a farmer. Okay. So for hundreds of years, the copy there was no known copy to exist. Sure. We knew there is Arthashastra because uh, it had been referenced in other places, but nobody had a copy. So how come it disappeared? Because that is the strategy for thinking for us. Sure. Okay, the whole Chanakya, Kautilya thing Correct. was missing. Because you see, it would be inconvenient to let the Indian people have that. Sure. Even today, it is not being taught in our uh, most political leaders today. You ask them, can you tell me the, can give me a five minute synopsis of Arthashastra? They don't know. They won't know. Yes. They won't know. So we have not reignited the strategic thinking of our people. Sure. So when you can't think strategically, you can't connect the dots. Correct. You can only look at this little point Correct. in isolation. Sure. So one of the causes of Chalta Hai is looking at an issue in a very myopic, localized way without looking end-to-end -end solution. Sure. Without the big picture. Without the big picture and saying, I better solve this problem. Another word that I have put into the vocabulary of Moran Smriti is Jugaad. Jugaad is sort of like Chalta Hai. So I was sitting with a relative of mine who is a top guy in one of the Indian multinationals 
and i was saying uh, that you know india may they improvise the guy comes and improvises and he can do things cheap quick so he it was in his house he's a very fancy house in uh, bombay so he went to the cupboard where the electrical panel is and he said come on i'll show you he opened the electrical panel and the wires were all complicated yeah wah wah he said this is a fire hazard and this is jugad because uh, because the uh, the guy who comes to fix it wo apna kaam karke bhag jata hai he is not worrying about ke end to end responsibility mein kya ho raha hai this business ke sath mera kaam to ho gaya meri responsibility maine kuch nahi kiya main kya karu ji mera to ye ho gaya this i call it micro optimizing micro optimizing rather than macro optimizing macro optimizing would be an attitude where you take responsibility of the whole macro situation yeah. with end to end responsibility yeah. so micro optimizing is i my did my job ab kya karu sir mere ko bulaya tha main taar nahi laya mere ko kisi ne bataya nahi aapne bataya nahi tha ki taar bhi lani hai main to taar nahi laya is is kind of stupid absolutely so the this is a problem that has been pointed out even by the friends of india people who are doing outsourcing from india I know somebody who is in one of the major U.S. companies that have tens of thousands of people in India, and his job is to uh, come and tour them and all that. He loves India, loves all of that. But he says that my single biggest problem is the Indians are not willing to be accountable. Yes. That's the word. They do not want to be held accountable. They'll all say, "Oh, my work is not done. I mean, like somebody else is going to do it. It's like I don't take ownership." Correct. Absolutely. So this business of I don't take ownership, I micro optimize, yeah. I wash my hands off quickly. you know this is all the chalta hai attitude this is very serious disease so how to see this also affects our own uh, so called uh, hindu activism usme bhi end to end nahi hai sab log aa jayenge retweet karenge taali wali baja denge and they just want a little role here and a little role there what is your grand vision what is your grand plan and are you accountable are you doing see that requires tapasya so the the problem is inner alignment with your higher self our culture teaches yoga meditation a certain lifestyle and when you practice that the adhyatma is clear there is there is coherence inside and you are aligned with this higher truth from there when you act outward when you when you act in as the gita says this is your swadharma you are doing you are doing this job you are whatever it is your video guy or whatever you are doing ye main apna swadharma kar raha hu when you do it with that you don't have the chalta hai attitude Correct. and you don't have this wash my hands or meko nahi pata kya you know like kind of thing so i would say that the the breakdown of our civilization from the lifestyle of people and turning into uh, you know working for the uh, for the colonizer yeah. pleasing the colonizer yeah. uh, suited them because they love this kind of a fragmented broken up people yeah. emotionally broken up Correct. not together not even able to work with each other as a team correct very very good keep them happy slaves correct. keep them happy slaves unko thoda bada dete jao and keep their expectations low mm-hmm. and feed them this nonsense ke advait mein likha hai ki kuch aapko chahiye nahi absolutely you know correct. so according to one story when king george was told ke why you got the kohinoor on your on your crown mm-hmm. uh, he is reported to have said that the people of india should be very proud that the king of england is wearing their diamond and the people are clapping also ki wah bhi hamare dekho kya baat hai queen victoria kya kar rahe like that so uh, this uh, attitude of uh, chalta hai also turns into slavishness abhi abhi this is all over the uh, the problems i'm facing is Correct. our people lack self esteem absolutely so this has to do with lack of self esteem also correct ye bahut 
complicated web hai yeah. of uh, what a causes b which causes c which causes a or this is a very complicated vicious cycle yeah. Yeah. isme se uh, this ha- did not happen overnight uh, this has this is a very big social disease which have not been diagnosed and i congratulate you for writing a courageous book the other theme i found on the quality sticking to quality yeah. is that we are a country which is focusing more on quantity rather than quality yes now if we see it's very interesting when i was doing research and when the proud indians quote that we are a great country they say we are number 1 in all agri products if you if you do research you will find out india is number 1 or 2 with china in production of almost every agri products in banana fruits uh, uh, rice wheat everything i don't know how many of you know but india has largest road density in the world road length per square kilometer largest in the world i don't know if you know this india uh, rolled out 30 schools a day every single day since independence because our literacy was only 10 to 15% at independence now it is 75 80 so we've been crazily putting volumes everywhere and we feel proud that you know and and when i debate with the political people you know they say 15% thus 80% ho gaya we have achieved so much and then i got confused then does it mean there is no chalta hai you know this we have achieved so much and then i went a level below quality conscious nahi hai i said how many four lane highways do we have we rate below kazakhstan and some of those countries and schools maybe quantity all the quality is also not there yeah. but most of the people who graduate school graduate but they are really uneducated in terms of being able to think for themselves absolutely so the students learning is not happening in the classrooms right. 60% of the schools don't have separate toilets for girls right. why would they go to the schools right. so if you see all these learning learning ratings i don't know if you read those uh, numbers but uh, class 5 kids are not able to as, uh, read class 2 books and assimilate what is written in that so the and we people in mumbai and delhi don't realize how bad it is just go 50 100 kilometers in the rural and you will realize how bad it is so the other theme i had was the quantity versus quality thing the other thing i found is especially in the corporates as well as in the government the reinforcement or the or the bonus or the uh, compensation which is linked to quality is way less there is no incentive for you to do a quality job let me give you an example you know morning when i take a flight if the guy is taking me in a cab from home to airport without any problem smoothly on time i don't appreciate that but if he breaks down on the road opens the bonnet does them jugad put some water bottle in it and starts and breaks three signals and reaches me i give him a tip of 100 rupees saying time pe pahuncha diya thank you but the other guy who had a quality all the way i don't appreciate that so do you think that the way we compensate people the way we appreciate people uh, the quality aspect is not very tightly linked to that you know we look at lot of other things yes i think where we don't, where the consumer is not understanding the quality issue yeah. and he is not articulating and demanding quality uh, the producer is also sloppy Absolutely. so we in fact you know we keep criticizing the government yani kari woni kari and i say the people have to be blamed because you don't demand i mean you you are easy to you aapko jo ko jo khush kar dega jo aapko feel good kar dega usko aap vote de denge usko aap support kar denge you are not really demanding metrics of performance sure. and you know part of it is we don't have a consumer activism based on quality we sure. do not have i mean you know in the us there are so many uh, you want to buy a microwave there'll be so many places where they rated them Absolutely. Uh, you the professors are rated yes. uh, you go online and the professors are rated by students along the criteria a b c d 
I went for some surgery and I had found a, uh, I wanted a, a, you know kidney surgery, robotics, whatever and I looked at all kind of people and I got good ratings, good evaluations. Absolutely. We do not have a consumer feedback, consumer activism, rating kind of a culture. Uh, that is also a chalta hai problem. Absolutely. So, the lack of you know this, this business of chalta hai among the consumer groups is feeding the mediocrity overall. Of the suppliers as of well. The supplier as well. Sure. So, the, the quality consciousness has to come from the consumers. In fact, in fact, this came up in my research that can you believe it that the cities, the railway stations, the cleanliness was not measured for all these 65, 70 years in India. It's now in the last three to four years that the government has now come up with a rating system where they rate the cleanest city, the best city, the best railway station and so on. I mean, nobody even knows that whether I rate last or first. So that is one. Second thing I found is the rating itself is not very thorough generally and hence, you know, the supplier is sloppy. Right. So I think that is on the quality side. The other thing I found and which you already touched upon is the aspirations. Mm. We are people who are, are not very high on aspirations. Of course, since independence, the aspirations have been going up. But do you believe that our aspirations are to the level of what it should be comparable to the global uh, standards? So here I think there is a, a mixed uh, view I have on this. Uh, aspirations are also higher than the performance. Lot of our youth aspire a lot, but they are not producing a lot. Sure. So everybody wants to aspire to be an American yeah. and have the American level of consumerism. Amazon Flipkart mobile hai. You know, we become Americans, we are on the world stage, Facebook followers So we, we we have these very superficial measures of having made it on the world stage. Absolutely. But we are not hard working. The same people you ask them for performance, they are not there. Absolutely. So I feel that uh, aspirations ahead of performance is a problem because then you are aspiring what you don't deserve. You, to deserve. To deserve this, you got to work hard at it. Absolutely. Now, I was, uh, my, some of my businesses were in Eastern Europe uh, before the Berlin Wall. And when the Berlin Wall fell, I, I mean, sorry, immediately after the Berlin Wall fell, I, I started these businesses very early. And I saw a transformation of those societies from the communist mentality mm -hmm. where they had no aspiration. Sure. They were also no aspiration. Suddenly, they all got this floodgate of uh, Western goods and everybody wanted to buy a BMW and how, uh, aspirations, but no, you're not producing. Absolutely. Uh, producing was like Prane Zamane Me, Kya, Government, Sarkari Job, hai, nobody was caring. But they had this aspiration that now that we have uh, joined the West, so to speak, and ditch the Soviet Union. So we have arrived on the world stage, so but then I realized that how quickly they became producer-oriented, quality-oriented societies, you know, like Poland and Hungary and Czech Republic, very rapidly they climbed. Within 10 years, I could see a huge difference because the one thing the communists had done is they educated people a lot. A lot of science technology, including very high percent of women qualified in, uh, in analytical scientific disciplines, so they could pick up this very quickly. Sure. So our problems are multi-levels. Multi sure. We do not even have the educational population that can you know, on a large scale demand all this.
No, so actually, uh, I interestingly, that's what I've written in the book saying our aspirations are more on the wants than on being. Right. You know, I'll, I will be a truck owner. I'll write Mera Bharat Mahan behind it because I have that aspiration that Mera Bharat Mahan. But the same truck guy will then break signals. He will drink and drive and so on. So when it comes to implementing that, doing yes. that, yes. being rather yes. than wanting, yes. it's where we lack. And also sometimes these aspirations are a substitute for my own mediocrity. I am mediocre, I don't advice I get 50 emails a day telling me what to do. And most of these most of these guys never done a darn thing. They don't know how to do it, but they're going to tell me how to do it. Full of opinions. So we don't there is a need to differentiate between knowledge and opinion. And so a lot of people who don't have the knowledge, haven't studied hard, no tapasya involved, they're just full of opinions. And they and if you tell them on what basis are you doing this? Uh, they get very upset. Yeah. So, you know, there is a sense of entitlement, Correct. a sense of okay, now we are entitled to uh, being doing, getting all this stuff out, you know, yes. whether we are worth it, worth it or not yeah. is, is not there. Correct. So, we should also discuss the impending catastrophe I fear is coming because of this attitude. Sure. I feel that way. Sure. In fact, on aspirations, one of the things I found in research is a single film like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to bring out the difference in aspirations that we Indians have versus the West has, for example. And I've analyzed films as a sector. Uh, if you see one single film called Avatar, right, it made, I think, around 2.6 billion USD globally, right? And if you see the turnover of the entire Indian film industry for one year, it is lesser than the turnover of that one film. In my research, I found we indeed make great films. It's not that we make pathetic films. But we are so inward looking that we are happy satisfying the Indian market. Whereas the Hollywood does research to say, how can I target China? How can I target India? So that's their part of aspirations to, to go out and sell more to the other countries. So this raises another interesting issue. And that is, uh, you know, there is a tradition in India which has been forgotten, which is called Purva Paksha, which means you study the other. Absolutely. Okay. So, in, mark, in modern terms, it would be called market analysis, competitor analysis. Yes. We are inward thinking and all we are saying is that we have improved. We improved, but maybe China can compare to You have to compare with your competition. So, you know, in an industry analysis, you don't just say that, uh, okay, my uh, buildings are a little better than before, uh, power doesn't fail as often. Absolutely. You don't do that. You look at what's the best practices in the industry. Who, so, I have gone to some of the major Hindu civic groups mm -hmm. and asked the top people, what are your benchmarks and metrics against what are you measuring when you're telling me improve what are you measuring? And they're not able to define who, what they're up against what are the best practices they are not they're not, and they are afraid when I have raised those issues and said this, these are the best practices this is what you should measure against they are not interested in that Absolutely. because there is also a fear that we are not doing so well Absolutely. so I think there is a psychological demoralization emotional kind of breakdown of our people including sure. leaders sure. and so we are doing a kind of jugad putting together the emotional feel good Absolutely. even this emotional feel good is a kind of jugad I will not attend your events. Because they make me feel very proud. So this business of false pride. False pride. 
without demanding that the people have to work hard Correct. they have to do this tapasya they have to be yogis Correct. that is also wrong sure sure no so fantastic i think we be very happy with the last few years of progress or decades of progress but the benchmark itself is wrong we should look at other countries and so on the other thing i came out with uh, in this research is the Asian miracle countries which is Indonesia Malaysia South Korea and so on if you see since 70s you know we were at par with them in terms of per capita in terms of agriculture everything and if you see in last 20 30 years we all know that you know they have overtaken us uh, if we take that as a benchmark as But you are right why not alarmed. china why not china because china, china as well when you look at 50 years ago china was not ahead of us we were more we urban were than more, china more, more urban yeah. so what have they done so let's learn a little bit So China may they did this cultural revolution which uh, nobody liked yeah. and even Chinese then decided to move beyond it yeah. but cultural revolution was to get rid of all the past nonsense Correct. all this past baggage and what not usko nikalo and so they kind of stripped the country of all this nonsense but they decided we are not going to Mao was very clear he said one day we will need our, our civilization we will need our ancient greatness yeah. so we are going to not destroy not destroy but just put it aside Absolutely. seal the museums yeah. uh, don't be in the old glory but let's build a society on work ethic solid work ethic Absolutely. and then when we have become great then we will revive all that so now they are at the stage where they built all, all kind of good power capabilities uh, powerful society so they are becoming very culturally civilizationally very assertive Correct. you know so unka jo foundation hai wo ho gaya so they can enjoy all those past glory china is going to compete against the west in terms of asserting its history Uh, they they are the originators of science and technology they are going to be the they are going to assert in every field Absolutely. because they built that hard foundation haman humne wo nahi kiya so you know you can be chauvinistic talk about great glory yeah. but unless you have the unless you cleared your soil yeah. of all the past nonsense also which we haven't done absolutely okay so uh, moving from aspirations to the other thing that i found lacking was the ability to persevere right now i found something very fascinating i did some research that do we indians and and you mentioned this right from the beginning in this talk that we don't act we don't do things enough now when i did a research on our indians hard working i just googled something like that i got so many of these hr consulting reports which said indians rate them as the most hard working people and and it's a fact if you go to the corporate world i don't know how many of you are actually working but people slog till 10 in the night we don't take holidays we are known to not go on holidays where the in the western world as you know sir that if the guy is on a christmas vacation he will not pick his phone we are okay with doing i used to churn out consulting reports even on a diwali day so we all believe and i am sure you are going to raise your hands if we say are you do you believe we are hard working everybody will raise their hands and then i went to the root of it i said if you are hard working then where is chalta hai and then i found something very fascinating we are all hard working but we are not smart working okay now let me give you an example the largest number of indian soldiers fought in the world war we know world war 1 and 2 right yes. right who were the masters it was somebody else so we are hard working but we are not smart working so we don't get credit we don't plan things like sir said we are not having the larger picture somebody else is setting up the larger picture we are just pawns in that somebody else's framework and game usme we are fitting into their yeah thing. so we are and i hate this term we are cyber coolies we are it coolies but we don't have our own microsoft of course and my hair raised when i realized and when i cracked this that we are hard working 
but we are not really hard working in terms of smart working so we are bad at strategizing we are bad at convincing others to so so what happens when i turn from a software programmer to a software product as you would know sir from your huge experience you have to convert that into a product you have to brand it you have to go to other countries and offer that you have to localize if you know the sap and the erps of the world they localize they have a local tax version it's so much of hard work why would i do that i would just sit and code i'll write a c++ code so that is micro optimizing short term you mentioned that because because you see to productize yeah. you, uh, for a for a pharmaceutical drug yes. the pharmaceutical industry is so huge it's about a billion dollars yes. to uh, productize one one new drug and then you can make huge number of mon- money for 20 years uh, if you are all you are doing is copycat copy kar diya yes. uh, so uh, if the culture is short term investment short term gain uh as opposed to deep tapasya long term i find that in my own work i find that uh, people would rather copy what i've done yes. uh, rather than really respect what i've done use it properly ethically reference it and then build on top of it so we are not building paramparas of knowledge yes. because each person wants to copy what you've done and quickly put out a video and put out a blog and say maine kiya hai aur aap great credit for it, for it, it. likes for it and aapko nikal dega so ye bhi ek ye bhi ek tarah ki jugad hai yes. and this is also a kind of a moron syndrome Correct. because we are not investing in the long product life cycle Absolutely. you have invested in the long product life cycle yes. and therefore you have built something which will have a long value Absolutely. but somebody comes and says ki mere mein utna dam nahi hai mere ko i'll i'll just jaldi main nikal ke kar dunga and i will just uh, siphon off what you've done yeah. and and this is this is all over the place Correct. so now indians are just siphoning off each others गहराई से काम कौन करेगा बेंगाल स्वीट और बेस्ट छोला भटूरे कॉर्नर समवेयर विच विल बी नोन अक्रॉस दिल्ली बट दिल बी ओनली वन शॉप इफ आई वॉन्ट द बेस्ट पिज्जा even if you go to jaipur even if you go to trivandrum even if i go to guwahati i'll have two brands and we know which are these two so what is the difference even the chola bhature guy is working hard right like, like you rightly mentioned the difference is somebody is persevering completely at a different level to create a global brand to create an international brand and when these brands come to india we know the coke story when they were thrown out of india these guys keep persevering keep persevering they in in us they call it lobbying there'll be an army behind the entire government yantra to convert them to say that allow me in and allow me to spread my business right so you want to talk about how the global conglomerates really persevere to target the market get the entry and and do what they want to do see uh, let's take dunkin donuts yeah uh, dunkin donuts i use this as an example dunkin donut hires high school students they graduate there there no college by required but you got to be a high school graduate usi level ke logon ko hire karte hain and they have standards training discipline such that every one of those guys will make donuts that are really high quality high standard of quality and so you can eat a dunkin donut in any one of their tens of thousands of locations and you'll get the same thing yeah. and uh, so because you see there is something called standardization which the west has done and the standardization and institutionalization means that you can hire very ordinary people but get extraordinary quality out of them Absolutely. so this is a failure of our you know corporate people also 
we we are we haven't been able to produce large scale uh, quality. quality where ordinary aam aadmi can be utilized in a very extraordinary way this is needed this is needed so the other thing i found in the research is there is an airport in japan where for last 35 years they haven't lost a single baggage you you talking about standardization you know how to get that right and so on so i think it's the lack of perseverance to put that qualities it's it's okay for me to produce greatness but if i have to get 10 people to produce that greatness that's where the real smart work or the hard work starts and that's where i think we lack uh, the other thing i found is we persevere at, a, at an individual level so let me give you this example of ganga cleaning that's what i found in the research there were these swamis i forget their names but who were on fast till death unless the ganga is clean you know we will not eat we will be on fast and i think in last 10 15 years two of these swamis have lost their lives because yes, of this one recently in the last year one re- recently even during the modi government right. now the question is it's not that people don't persevere you will find individuals but they are in minority we need people who can not persevere themselves but also be leaders to make others persevere and that's where these huge movements that's where the leadership quality change management as a subject which you mentioned comes into play so if i launch a swachh bharat thing it's not just about me following and putting it in the bin but can i convince 100 people to follow that i think that's the perseverance that we need perseverance of the masses rather than a few so do you think uh, yeah i mean th- that all these are factors that uh, but but you know what i want to discuss is i think we've discussed a whole lot of what are the causes and factors i want to discuss now something a little different sure. i am concerned about the catastrophe india is about to face sure. because of this mediocrity yeah. you see as we are proud ki hamari gdp badh rahi hai and we'll catch up on certain things yeah. these things that we catch up on will become obsolete by the time we catch up artificial intelligence will get rid of 90% of today's jobs yes. in the next 25 years absolutely and this is not uh, i mean i'm I, my first uh, masters degree my thesis was ai I, I, in those days in the early 70s uh, ai was we were just trying to do basic things like play chess okay interestingly ai is a very old subject people think it's a yeah, new yeah, yeah. i studied in engineering in 93 so so, so uh it, this business of uh and i was a skeptic because we had a hard time even defeating chess masters you know uh, but it it's come a long way because processing power has grown big yes. data all of that yes. and speech recognition face recognition it's gone places so now what has happened is ai people are very convinced and i am convinced too that more than 90% of the jobs that are being done today can be replaced with computers within 20 25 years sure. Now if you look at so I'm just giving you the big picture of what sure. what how the chalta hai we may be finished off because of the chalta hai yes. 50 years ago most jobs that people have today did not exist there was no IT industry television industry automobile industry airline aircraft industry you know building highways and all these industries most of these things that we are young people are going and getting jobs did not exist yeah. so imagine how much overhaul has been done in the job market So now the rate of change has increased. So in the next twenty-five years, twenty twenty-five years, there will be so much rate of change that all the jobs you have today are not going to exist. Absolutely. So are we ready for that? That is the problem. Probably so are we? Are we? This is, world is becoming very competitive, yeah. and the uh, the world is overpopulated, and you don't need so many human beings. You don't need so much labor, Absolutely. and we are still thinking. Hamari ko youth dividend mil raha. I don't think there's a youth dividend. I think there's youth liability. I think that we have stomachs to feed. That we, you know, it's not arms and legs and brains to work. We can't get them jobs. Jobs to hani. 
अभी देखिए इंडिया इज प्रोड्यूसिंग ट्वेंटी मिलियन इंडियन यूथ हु रीच द जॉब मार्केट एज एज वेन दे वॉन्ट टू हैव जॉब एडल्ट एंड देर आर नॉट ट्वेंटी मिलियन न्यू जॉब क्रिएटेड एवरी ईयर दे मे बी टू थ्री फोर मिलियन जॉब सो देर इज अ बिग गैप बिटवीन सप्लाई ऑफ लेबर एंड दिक्वायरमेंट रिक्वायरमेंट ऑफ लेबर दिस इज गोइंग टू गेट वर्स विद ए आई एंड हम ए आई लगाए ना लगाए इंटरनेशनल मार्केट विल बी सच दैट हमारे प्रोडक्ट विल बी ऑप्सोलीट सो हुज इन्वेस्टिंग इन ए आई सो यू एस एंड चाइना कंट्रोल एटी परसेंट ऑफ ऑल ए आई स्टार्टअप्स एंड ऑल ए आई पैटर्न एंड ऑल ए आई प्रोसेसिज यू एस बींग नंबर वन चाइना बींग नंबर टू बट वॉन्टिंग टू कैच अप ऑल द रेस्ट ऑफ द वर्ल्ड इज ट्वेंटी परसेंट इंडिया इज नॉट इवन फाइव परसेंट सो द वी आर नॉट इन द फ्यूचर यू नो यू लुक एट सोलर सोलर पैनल्स चाइना प्रोड्यूस द मेजोरिटी सोलर पैनल इन द वर्ल्ड सो दे आर अड इन दैट वी आर सेंग वी आर डूइंग वेरी वेल हमारा सोलर पैनल बहुत बढ़ जाएगा but we are doing well as a consumer of chinese product we are hamara 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 mobile network world mein number 2 ho raha hai kahan se la rahe hain hum chinese la rahe hain you understand they are proud producers they have the they in the next year it will be the largest mobile you know supplier of the whole world will chinese chinese right now they are number 2 and 3 but they'll be ahead of all others samsung and apple they'll be ahead of them हम प्राउड हैं कि हम कंज्यूमर हैं सो इफ यू आर नॉट प्रोड्यूसर बट यू आर अ कंज्यूमर इधर यू आर अक्यूमुलेटिंग डेट और यू आर प्रिंटिंग नोट्स एंड गेटिंग इन्फ्लेशन योर वैल्यू करेंसी इज डिवैल्यूइंग और यू आर सेलिंग एसेट्स हम हमारे बाप दादों ने जो जायदाद थी घर में बहुत गहने हैं गोल्ड है महल हैं हम लेजी हैं तो हम बेच ही जाएंगे हर साल एवरी ईयर हम थोड़ा सा बेच देंगे उसमें मौज उड़ाएंगे फॉरन जाएंगे स्विट्जरलैंड जाएंगे खूब मौज उड़ाएंगे लेकिन हम प्रोड्यूस नहीं कर रहे हम जो पहले का प्रोड्यूस था वो बेची जा रहे हैं सो आई हैव ऑल्सो गॉट अ टाइटल इन दिस मोरान स्मृति इंडिया इज फॉर सेल इंडिया इज फॉर सेल बाई इट्स ओन बिलियनियर्स हमारे जो बिलियनियर्स हैं द अनऑर्गेनाइज मार्केट ठेले वाला यहाँ जो बेचता था यहाँ बेचता था यहाँ बेचता था या छोटा मोटा स्टील मैन्युफैक्चर करता था या छोटा मोटा टेक्सटाइल मैन्युफैक्चर करता था द बिग इंडियन इंडस्ट्री कम्स एंड गेट्स रिड ऑफ देम एंड कंसोलिडेट्स इट इनटू अ लार्ज स्केल पुट्स इट ऑन सेंसेक्स वी गो पब्लिक हु ओन्स सेंसेक्स डू यू नो व्हाट परसेंट ऑफ सेंसेक्स इज फॉरन ओन्ड यू शुड लुक इन दिस इट्स वन इट्स इट विल बी शॉकिंग टू यू वॉट अ लार्ज परसेंट ऑफ ऑल द सेंसेक्स कंपनी ओनरशिप इज फॉरन ओन यू नो इट्स लाइक इवन इन्फोसिस नॉट ए इंडियन कंपनी is based in india title is india headquarters india employees are india the people who are doing the shudra work are in the kuli work are indians theek hai par unka malik kon hai who owns the equity the real smart work is done by somebody else who we are doing the hard work who are the who owns the equity absolutely uh, you, uh, there's a difference between saying uh, we are great slaves because you know our slave uh, factory produces so much work but you are slaves so either we are slave labor because we don't own the equity yeah. these hundreds of thousands lakhs of people who are in the it sector they don't own the equity of the if you write a code line of code for microsoft they bill gates owns it i have just written it like a kuli it's like a cheap labor comes from a poor village in bihar and they get a job to be a bricklayer mason but after this big mahal is made he can send pictures home ke maine ye bana diya he doesn't own anything of it he, he doesn't own a single brick in that that own belongs to some owner so we are to some extent we are becoming that 
and to some extent we are happy being a consumer. Okay. So, the GDP as a consumer society is a false measure of progress. Of greatness. Greatness. We, we are GDP is growing because we import karke kharidi aare hai, to hamari economy badi aare hai, to hum bech bech kar kar rahe hai. Hum, hum equity companies ki equity bech rahe hai and as the company equity is foreign owned, those companies own the land, they own the real estate, so it means that hamare hard assets hai, wo bhi indirectly through this corporate structure and through the globalization is being sold out. This India is for sale, Absolutely. and so and, and in a in a world where labor is going to be replaced, you know, that large scale with AI, India is going to be in serious trouble. Yes. And uh, maybe out of 1.3 billion, there'll be jobs for a small fraction. So, kya hoga? It's an alarming situation. It we is, don't even realize that, and we feel we are hard People working. are not willing to talk about it. with important authorities, when I put this on the table, they will not call me back. We are in denial. We are in uh, recently, I read a news sir which says China has significantly reduced their human army, right? We are talking about young people's dividend in India. In other countries, they are reducing the manpower in the army. Why? Because they are putting robotic armies. They are putting AI-based armies. As you rightly said, we are living in denial, thinking about the young people's dividend and all that. Uh, so, I think it's an alarming situation. I would agree with you in terms of uh, we not being right up there in terms of smart work and just doing the back-end work. Uh, the other theme I found was the inability to take risks. Yes. And uh, I, I would like to, uh, so one one job request for a peon in UP, this is last week news, and there are PhDs and MBAs applying for that because we want a nice job security. And sir, if you permit me, I'll give you a small anecdote. You know, I, I landed in Delhi uh, last year and I was taking an Ola. And the guy greets me in English. He says, good morning, sir. It was like 5 a.m. in the morning. And I was pleasantly surprised. I said, this guy looks educated and you know, all that. So I said, very good. So how much money do you make? He said, I make 1.2 lakhs. I said, that's good. But I don't think one Ola can get you 1.2 lakhs. He said, no, I used to get 30, 40,000 of profit. Then I got two drivers. I buy, bought two cars and I now make 1.2 lakhs. I said, fantastic. So I said, what are your plans now? So he said, sir, Haryana police mein apply kiya hai. Main bola, why are you applying in Haryana police? How much money will you get? He said, 15,000 mil jayega har month. I said, but why? He said, wo rishta aega to puchhenge ki kaha hai, sarkari naukari hai ki nahi, ola mein kya kaam kar rahe ho. And bribes. And I was shocked. So I think the whole risk taking thing, being on the edge all the time, uh, wanting to do new things is what I found lacking. And, and that is one of the reasons for the chalta hai. So, so what are your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I think this is, uh, the, this is also a, an issue that uh, the desire is outpacing the performance yeah. and the false branding yeah. of, uh, you know, I have uh, so many people who, who tell me that uh, American corporate NGO or whatever it is, it will come to my value. Uh, whereas Working you, for MNC. If you are telling him that we will give you the same amount of money, maybe even more, you can freelance, you can stay at home, you can do your thing, play very flexible, better lifestyle, it's better for you. Oh, but then they, they feel oh, that uh, label is not there. So we are also very label conscious. Yeah. We are also kind of label And conscious. we want that label quickly. Yeah, we want. So, so you know, these are, these are, we've discussed a lot of issues. Now, what to do? Let's talk about that sure. also. 
So, what are your thoughts? What to do? Then we'll. Uh, I want to give you my thoughts. Oh, sure, great. So, I think uh, the common theme that I found, and the two most alarming things I found, if you, if somebody were to summarize me, uh, ask me to summarize, one is the lack of action, and one of the things themes I wanted to discuss was we are a country of ideas and thoughts. You know, everybody, one cricket match, and everybody will say, "Dhoni ko open karna chahiye tha." Opinions. You know, opinions. opinions. So. But if you say, okay, ये ground के पांच चक्कर लगा, that guy will run away, right? Right. So the first theme I found, and you mentioned this repeatedly in this talk, is the inability to take actions. We all have all the ideas. Believe me, when we are debating in our groups about the strategies of the uh, political parties, I say everybody has a plan. India has the biggest constitution in the world. But even if we implement sixty percent of that on the road, we are done. So one theme I found to answer your question is the lack of actions. करके दिखाओ यू नो गो डू इट दैट्स वन आई थिंक एंड नॉट जस्ट यू डू इट कन्विंस फिफ्टी पीपल टू डू इट बिकॉज देन योर परसिवियरेंस एंड रिस्क टेकिंग विल मल्टीप्लाई द सेकेंड थिंग आई फाउंड इज द क्वालिटी कॉन्शियसनेस अनलेस वी गेट क्वालिटी कॉन्शियस वी विल गेट नो वेयर द टू बिगेस्ट थिंग्स इन माई व्यू इफ यू डू वी कैन वी कैन यू नो गेट थ्रू देर आर स्मॉलर पॉइंट्स एज वेल सो सो यू कैन लेट नो आई फील दैट देर आर टू सिस्टम्स वन इज द ट्रेडिशनल इंडियन सिस्टम the second is the western system yeah. which china has copied yeah. the indian system is inside out pehle andar ko safai karo adhyatma ko safai karo tamas ko nikalo the problem we talked about are called tamas yeah. you you clean up your act through yoga through a better lifestyle uh, so the inside will then perform outside yeah. and the western system is outside in yeah. you have top down heavy good institu- institutions enforcement discipline like that yeah. so china is even perfected beyond the west yes. of outward enforced discipline and institutions we are neither side we are not fully americanized or chinese sinocized and we are not therefore at the at par in terms of institutional performance sure. nor are we true to our own culture our own culture our own heritage would have asked us to stay true to our inner being our adhyatma yes. and we would be acting with clarity from within so now we are neither properly indian nor properly western hum na yahan ke na wahan ke that is our problem and the government is bent this government past government every government is bent on using western metrics to advance and perform but western metrics require a lot of resource lot of capital you know that is uh, that is not that easily to achieve for instance western medicine you want to propagate the have a lot of consumption a lot of western medicine availability like on american standards then the amount of money you need for building that kind of infrastructure we don't have whereas indian medicine you can get it much inexpensively so we have to i think we have to also look at traditional indian methods whether it is farming whether it is yoga whether it is medicine ayurveda whatever and we have to revive our heritage and learn from there sure. because i think there are these quality demands there are these quality uh, approaches in our own culture sure. uh, the way uh, you know the rigor with which a teacher would uh, teach a student and demand out of him we don't have that anymore uh, so i would say that uh, not chauvinistic uh, glorifying our culture was hori hai bahut jor se but truly implementing it and actually implementing it requires leaders who put in decades of tapasya we do we need to recognize those people make them into role models give them some authority so they can create more of them 
and, and as opposed to that we are giving recognition to people who are very quick quickly become quick win kind, quick of, win kind of a thing that's my, the my sure. my recommendation so do you also think talking about the indian culture and hinduism and all we lay over emphasis on values and doing the right things rather than winning you know this whole thing let me give you a very simplistic example if i'm building a highway and if there are a few hutments or a mandir or a masjid there we we are okay with you know taking the road via rather than you know getting rid of that it's a classic value versus efficiency no, kind know, of a debate no, no i i don't think it's a, i don't think values are a bad idea values are in fact missing people are doing jugaad because they don't have values and they are corrupt because they don't have values they don't want to do the karma but they want to have the phalla you you you, you phalla phalla hona chahiye you should enjoy the phalla but you should do the karma also sure. so if you don't want to that's called corruption means ke karma aap karenge hum chori karke aapka phalla le lenge Absolutely. that is called corruption so the problem is not that uh, uh, we we don't have the uh, the, uh, values. the the values values to hain but the results we are looking for are short term sure. and micro short optimization china has see this is part of the problem of uh, a, a democracy where a parliamentary democracy where they have to keep winning elections every few months yes and so they have to have short term planning yes so, so they have short term planning they making sure whereas in a place like singapore or a place like china they have 20 year plan that 5 saal aapko you will suffer the public will suffer but in 10 20 years you will be way ahead so we are going to do this qurbani i mean a student has to work hard so that his future life will be good so at the individual level you have to do that as a as a nation you have to do that but indians are not willing to sacrifice to for the long term abhi government ne lagaya ki unko bhi gift mil gaya unko bhi gift mil gaya naya budget aaya usko bhi mil gaya sabko mil gaya but there is not one line ke kon how to work harder absolutely it is not linked to hard work i i you know i can say those who are unfortunate should be helped i want yeah. but you should also and maybe the person who is unfortunate cannot produce much yes. but effort should be there Absolutely. there is a difference between effort and result aapka yes. result kam hoga but aap takleef to kare aap koshish to kare you should try you should be you should be required to work Absolutely. make an effort Absolutely. whether that effort results in lot of result lot of output because you're not not capable that is separate but if you are not even making the effort and i'm just going on feeding you i am making more lazy people so i think from a governance perspective that is what is happening you mentioned elections you know the short term thing is to just do loan waivers right short term quick win election jeetne ke liye but how do you make the farmers actually earn more what is the 15 year 20 year plan to make them self sufficient nobody is thinking about that i think that's what you're mentioning the other thing i wanted to ask because you have a lot of international uh, travel and exposure Uh, do you think there is chalta hai in other countries this is the question which a lot of people have no, asked no, me there, is it unique to india no no see there is mediocre people and clever people everywhere if you look at the scale of uh, competence it's not like in some country they are all competent people we are mediocre people everywhere but i feel that the uh, first of all india has peculiarly uh, worse problem because of huge mar- uh, population density so jo hamare mediocre people hain too many of them that's a very serious problem whereas if you are a small country there are some people like that it's okay uh, you can manage it secondly i think in the, the the countries where the institutional apparatus is very strong they have created mechanisms not only the west but i think china and some of the china belt east asian countries these places have really gotten a jump ahead of us so india is kind of uh, one of the 
the problem is that we have not been able to do that quickly and yet our population is huge. So, we have a very peculiar problem. This is, this is uh, going to turn into a catastrophe and people do not want to hear it, but that is what I am going to talk about. I am going to talk about. Why, why it took so long, you know, like why it took four years uh, to take action. But uh, for a person who is sleeping, it is sleep and waking up and uh, you need to work around like a mother or a housewife to do your dharma. And uh, we need to realize it's a it's a system, uh, colonial relic system that is being carried out by crooks in the disguise of uh, bureaucracy as glorified baboons who are expert in putting everything in knots. And uh, we just uh, love to question why it took so long? Why? Because everything needs to be built from scratch. We are not dictatorship. See, the thing is. There is a problem with the colonialism, there is a problem with government, bureaucracy, all of that. But I would be sympathetic to the Aam Admi if the Aam Admi was hard working. And if the Aam Admi was himself disciplined and uh, not the Chaltaha type. But I see uh, the, this, this uh, excuse. But I, I would like the, our average person to work hard. I mean, I don't see that. I mean, I don't see uh, people's level revolution movement really, you know, wanting to take control of the our destiny. So, I think that the authority problem is one part of the problem. There is a Rajya and there is a Rashtra. The Rajya is top-down government state and you can say, okay, they are mediocre, they are corrupt and all that. Okay. But there is also a Rashtra which is we the people and that has nothing to do with what the government is like. What is our, the Chalta is the syndrome of the average person also. See sir, the bright side is there that uh, government is uh, incentivizing the people who are working hard like in housing, if you ha I take loan for uh, 30 lakhs, my I get credit like the government helps me with 2 lakh, 2.5 lakh whatever uh, in reducing it. If I am a laborer uh, who get 3000 rupees less, so I need to put in my pension fund 1 rupee and government say we will put 1 rupee when you, when you, so that you can get pension. So government is not uh, giving it doles like actually like 2009 kind of thing, we will 9, 10 years we will, you know once we will give 50,000 crore rupees, but government is saying we will put 6000 rupees you know directly in the person who is actually less than two acres. So, it is incentivizing the poorest of the poor whom nobody is asking actually poor gets more poor. So, uh, and uh, the, per, the avatar the person says you are my strength you have to work with me I will come and go but uh, you must work he is saying. Yeah. Avatar but is not saying. Avatar is not saying that I uh, sara kuch. Ah, but we love deifying uh, things, you know, in big statues and uh, doing puja. Be because somebody else will solve my problem. Ah, he himself is not saying I'll do it. He's yeah. saying you are my strength. Right. Hundred and fifty. So let's get from other people. So uh, Rajiv, the the question of uh, how is this attitude uh, from a religious standpoint has to be discussed. Um, and the quintessential thing is the fact that you will hear people say Sanatana Dharma, you don't have to do any of this. 
it'll last forever. The meaning of Sanatana itself. So Hindus essentially don't have to do anything because there could be conversion, there could be this, they could, you know, we could have colonization, all of that, but Sanatana Dharma will last. So I think the problem starts there because we don't understand what Dharma is and there's a different, there's a, we don't understand the difference between what is Vyavaharika Satyam, what is Paramatika Satyam, what is omission, what is commission. So you could, you know, we, we say we don't do anything bad, but omission is also bad. Yeah, so so that's a very good question. That Sanatana Dharma, as the name implies, is Sanatana, so it will last forever. So people feel that Dharma will last forever, so everything will be fine, guaranteed. There's a difference between the truth and my implementation of the truth, right? So Dharma is not, Dharma is like the law of gravitation, you can't uh, change, you, it will not fall apart. The law of gravitation will not fall apart. Whether I abuse it in my life and fall from the sky because I don't know the law of gravitation, I fell from the from the building because I jumped out and the, uh, I did not understand gravitation. So if I don't understand the laws of nature, and uh, you know, and I you misuse them, and I get myself in trouble, that doesn't mean that gravitation itself has failed. So the Sanatana Dharma won't fail because that is the universal truth. Sure. The, it is not that failure of the truth. It is the failure of society who are not aligned with this truth. Yeah. So, Sanatana Dharma chalta rega, par aap, uh, ho sakte You can be destroyed while Sanatana Dharma is not a problem. Wo to chal, dharma to chalta rega. According to the Sanatana Dharma, if you are a tamasic person, you are doomed. According to the Sanatana Dharma, if your karma is bad, you are going to be in trouble. So, according to the Sanatana Dharma, if you are based on your actions and inactions and nonsense and all the corruption, you are going to suffer. As per Sanatana Dharma, you are going to suffer. So, the destruction we are worried about is not of the Dharma itself, but your implementation or not implementation of the Dharma. This is the differentiation we have to make. So, uh, because people think that since the Dharma will always be there, they are okay. But that is a stupid thing. That is a moron quality. Good question. So, any questions more before we wrap up? Yeah. The other last thing would be nice to discuss is, uh, a lot of this chalta hai attitude has come from colonization, whether Islamic colonization, which we don't talk about as colonization, and the, the uh, British. Uh, uh, British colonization. But some of it is also, if you look at the uh, corporate sector in India, then they, you, they cannot afford that. Because there's, again, the Western capitalism has, has been successful in removing that to some extent. Yeah. So... So, where, where competition is measurable, cricket, measurable. If you are out few times, out ko nikal aapko. Because the result is measurable, you see. So, where, like, like as I said, the consumer is very demanding in women's fashions and jewelry and the standards keep increasing and consumer is demanding in the kind of food. And so, you know, if you go to some restaurant, you're going to not be happy. Uh, so, similarly in cricket, you know, you want a winning team and if they are not good, you throw those guys out, Correct. right? So, the quality is good. Now, corporate sector works on competition which is measurable. So, you have you have a market share, you you controlling, you are capturing your market share. So, all that is fine and therefore, if you are not good enough, you are going to fire those people, change new management and all that. The share market will also do it. Problem is that you need, you can also have short term reactions to fix the problem, whereas you may sacrifice making long-term investments where the payoff will be over 10, 20 years and you will short-term, you are going to suffer only. 
that requires a long term perspective which a country like china has done because they said we will we will put in 20 year investment plan uh, and such that we know short term kisi ka fayda nahi hoga but long term will all be better off uh, a market economy which is worrying about corporate uh, earnings per share and short dividends cannot afford to make long term versus short term trade offs and so they will always optimize short term because hamara bonus badega aur 10 saal baad kya hoga we'll have retired i'll have made my i'm a billionaire i'll have made my money put it in switzerland aapko bahu hoga wo baad mein ho jayegi so i think uh, while the corporate mechanism and the free market is very efficient in making you know people more you know high quality you have to balance it against this tendency of short sighted gain yeah. which it encourages Correct. you make your quick money and run bhago put your money here and there bhag jao so this we have got lot of billionaire baron, uh, robber barons correct the, 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 in america they call robber barons we've got i would say indians should not be proud of their billionaires because the billionaires of india has have failed india they have not put in the investment they've lived for the good life yeah. they become like the new maharajas and the moguls the us it is the billionaires who created the carnegie who was a steel magnate he created the whole library system he said every town should have a library and the primary purpose of the library should be that the grand narrative of america which is called american exceptionalism should be put into history books and everybody should read those history books that's how that was his contribution to nation building okay, every town should have a library filled with these kind of books carnegie started the library system okay so you look at it that way rockefeller started so many things you know ford started ford foundation doing things all over the world we don't like it but unki taraf se to theek hi ho raha hai na so if you look at the the history of you look at a, a university like princeton university with a population of 10000 students 25 billion dollar 30 billion dollar endowment 30 billion dollar iits don't even have 2 billion dollar and they have got they made so many people with money you know why don't they can give some of it back to their alma mater yeah so this idea of uh, you know the people who made money not giving back to society you know i'll be very honest with you 25 years ago i quit everything to do this full time full time not ke apne kids ke naam par laga diya but got out of it on the assumption that within 5 years lot of people join me i really thought that so many people doing well they all join me so I, by now i would have a very big foundation 100 times the size because so many others will join me not one joint they all very happy from far ha theek hai theek kar rahe the the no 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 giving back the the whole idea of giving back to this is this is where the dharmas there is this idea of yagna the yagna is the whole cosmos is an ecosystem the ecosystem requires i have to give back i'm always every breath i'm taking i'm getting something from the universe every breath is being gifted to me from the universe every food i eat i'm getting from somebody grew it somebody did this somebody did that the whole corp- whole cosmos is interdependent there is nothing self existing by itself in isolation nothing i have which is independent nothing i have that is really mine it is all dependent on so much this buddhist argue this very carefully very thoroughly the buddhist argument on interdependence is very brilliant very brilliant so and this is a vedic idea but they have argued it very in great detail so this business that i have to give back all the time that is my yagna our people have lost this 
So this whole business of I'll be a billionaire, I'll be selfish, I will for show off, I'll do this and that. And the stupid community of average army glorifying these guys, deifying them. Why are you deifying the billionaires? Tell me. What is the, what, why do we deify them? As it is enjoying good life, that's good enough. Yeah. They don't need our clapping, slapping and uh, right? Because as it is they're enjoying good life, let them enjoy good life. Why are we, why are they the heroes? The wrong heroes. So we got the wrong heroes in this country. Question you have? See, the question is a very good question. Until 1700s, middle 1700s, India's contribution to the world GDP was 25%. Uh, China was somewhat similar. In fact, the entire what is called West, including USA and uh, Europe were 18%. Okay, so now of course they have taken over and we are down, now China is coming back. So this issue of what happened to us, lot of things happened to us. Firstly, you have to appreciate that the Mughals milked the country, there is no reinvestment. They destroyed the universities, there was not one new major world class university built under the Mughals, not one new. They destroyed Nalanda and they destroyed the, uh, this one, that one, 20, I tell my Bihari friends. Okay, the word Bihar comes from Vihar. Most of them don't know. Bihar comes from Vihar, institution of learning. So it, Bihar, what is now Bihar, was the world center of institutions of learning. They were the Ivy Leagues of that time. People from all over the world would come and study in these. Okay, so now that got destroyed because that's the R&D center, the think tank. That's where the future generation is being produced. So that's destroyed. No new ones are being created. Okay, so the you stopped the this 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 real think tank kind of uh, culture. You ended that, and the, the mass economy continued on its own old momentum, and will keep milking good life, build mahals, build that mahal, build this red fort, build this that, all that kind of stuff, and build dance once you You are milking the economy, making a consumer economy, but you are not producing. The producer is not. Uh, there are not more uh, growth of production, but living the good life as a consumer. Absolutely. That's a very dangerous thing. So that went on for a long time. Even when the British came, they were amazed at how much production there is, how rich this place is. So a lot of the industrial revolution of Britain was done because of Indian steel, Indian textiles, in, uh, appropriating Indian revenue, uh, you know, with uh, heavy taxation and uh, then having a guaranteed market where they could sell their goods, uh, you know, their machine-made goods and all that stuff. Now we should not take away from their ingenuity. After all, they invented the steel, uh, the steam engine, the whole electrical industry, uh, electrifying the factories, we had manual there. So we cannot uh, downplay the rise of western science, the western technology, the empirical system, uh, all the, the 500 years of hard work they have done and made major breakthroughs should be recognized and encouraged. Absolutely. We can't do that. We can't deny them that. But we had been a society that would quickly learn and adapt. We stopped being that way. And we became this, uh, we stopped the Purva Paksha of the other. We stopped the Purva Paksha, we stopped being vigilant and studying the others. Absolutely. I'll tell you one thing, and then I think we have to go, but I'll tell you one thing. Ancient India was not vulnerable to foreign invasions because the North Indian kings had elephant armies. And if you have an elephant, and the other fellows on the on the ground, 
he or on a horse the elephant guy is tall and he with a spear he'll get you get you you cannot go up and kill the guy can come down and kill so we had the ecosystem that uh, we could fund an ordinary king at 500 elephants and some of them had 10000 elephants so when in fact when alexander comes he's a, he he wins a little bit up till the indus but then he realizes is advance arm, uh, spies go out and find out and come back and tell me that there are tens of thousands of elephants worth of armies waiting row after row after row you will be finished so he goes back okay so that's one kind of india then jenghis khan jenghis khan spreads horseback technology weaponry horseback weaponry yeah. he is the one who pioneers armies on horses and what is his one of the one of his uh, big innovations in military warfare is stirrups stirrups is the way you put your and with the stirrups you can turn the horse huh? without the stirrup you can't turn the horse because you need the stirrup and the lagam to turn the horse okay if you've seen movies of uh, knights western knights european knights you know those knights they wear all these armor charmer they have big huge spear they don't know how to turn the one guy would come on a horse go running fast and try to kill the other guy with a spear and that guy would try to kill this guy with a spear and if you you missed him and he missed you then the horse would go on running for a one mile because they didn't know how to stop and they didn't know how to turn so that was the uh, technology of horse weaponry in those days jenghis khan finished off these people he went to europe and finished off these people because his his uh, his uh, he had the stirrup technology the horse technology okay now jenghis khan's one of his major leaders major commanders reached a point in europe where europeans decided that the way to he's killing one king after another finishing him off we have to all come together so all the great knights the fauriers of europe they would be called like the kshatriyas of europe they all were joined together and a unified army of knights to take on jenghis khan's army and jenghis khan army was camped at night and they have were convinced next morning we'll finish these guys off and there would have been no europe left but at night they got a message from mongolia that jenghis khan has died and all of the generals have to go back to elect a new leader so europe was saved that's what happened europe was saved okay so this is a very big uh, big story and so jenghis khan then uh, his uh, descendants became the khans this uh, amir khan and sharukh uh, khan they're not khans they just uh, fake khans the khan was a title given to his children and a lot of wives a lot of sons as local commanders okay uh, i'm coming to the point but i'll show you i'll tell you a story very it's an interesting story so in turkey modern turkey these guys settled as you know because they didn't take the rest of europe so they settled there and then the title of khan was whoever you appoint as a local leader some local leader here they would give him the title of khan he was not like the son of the jenghis khan family but it was a title of being local leader so that, that is how the title of khan becomes popular it has nothing to do with islam this is before before uh, uh, turkey became islamized turkey was pre islamic turkey they had the name khan so when the that is why arabs are no khan one it's only the turks so when arab when the moguls when the turks became islamized and the Mus, the moguls were from there so they brought this khan idea 
एंड यहां पर लोगों को दे वुड डिफीट पीपल एंड मेक अ लोकल लीडर खांड सो दैट इज द सो द फर्स्ट वन पॉइंट ओ खान वन पॉइंट ओ वॉज जंगीज खान सन खान टू पॉइंट ओ वॉज अदर पीपल दे अपॉइंटेड इन दे अपॉइंटेड खान थ्री पॉइंट ओ वर वॉट मुगल्स केम एंड डिड टू इंडिया एंड दे वुड अपॉइंट सम लोकल फेलो एंड मेक इम खान जे आप खान है यहाँ के आप खान है यहाँ के दे वॉज खान थ्री पॉइंट ओ एंड खान फोर पॉइंट ओ एनी ओल्ड क्वैक हु जस्ट सेज मैं खान बन गया फेक सो दिस होल्ड बॉलीवुड खान आर फोर पॉइंट ओ डिराइव खान रियली एम टेलिंग now what does this have to do with the point i'm making the stirrup technology was actually they found stirrups in india in ancient india except the stirrup was only the uh, the thumb of the foot would be in a little hole in the you know pura foot hi jata tha it was not the entire foot it would just be the toe big toe and the big toe string not leather shether it's strong but like a rope just to just to ride and not fall off that was it there in india they found that jengis khan's people they traveled all over the world this indian stuff traveled to tibet and what north and all that and the jengis khan people expanded it technology they made it into proper stirrup and a very strong military weapon now what happened is india became vulnerable because of a certain military technology to to kill elephants without having your own elephant you can kill an elephant how because one of the weapon one of the techniques that the jengis khan people perfected was because they had this stirrup when they were running on the horse they knew that while the horse is running they will jump and stand on the horse become taller have a spear much higher than anybody else so this business of uh, jengis if you see these movies they were they would run with, standing on the horse standing horse is running the standing they learned that Ah, because they could, if they're running, losing balance, they could fall on the stirrup again, right? So when they came to attack India, they had perfect the the inv the invaders who finally beat the Indian elephant army had learned the technology of using horses. So you you run on the horse when you are a few feet from the elephant, you jump on the horse. Now you can kill the elephant. Okay. Now, if the Indians were doing purva paksha. which means you're studying the other you would figure out that's why we lost let's build this technology we'll build the technology because if they can do it we can also do it right but we didn't we're too arrogant too full of ourselves okay you know they are bunch of low uncivilized people barbarians we were not didn't take them seriously do you understand so the military conquest of india took a very long time it was not overnight it was not like It, it was not like one guy came and he finished off the country it was generations and generations and our people had plenty of time to figure out who are these people let's understand their ideology where are they coming from what are their strengths what are their weaknesses what we call swot analysis but no indian king invested let's go out there and see what they are they are doing and we had the money we had the way with all we had the brains and there was no excuse of doing nothing so it is our own complacency our own arrogance our own superiority complex overconfidence whatever and they just kept on and kept on defeating us until the elephant was no longer relevant as a as a weapon so this is what the story is is a very interesting story so in one field after another we i'm just giving you the weaponry field but it happened in so many fields we never were looking out so one of my one of the things i'm championing 
is purva paksha purva paksha means we must study the other side and i'm having great difficulty getting our people to join me when they are when the when i criticize the westerners have taken over sanskrit studies and they are they are distorting and i, I you know the, the sanskrit walas who ought to be helping me are kind of either they're too arrogant or they couldn't care less or they are saying who are you we are superior but they don't want to do anything okay so this business of not paying attention to who's the other side not doing the market research Absolutely. the competitive research yeah uh, that is that is why india fell so i think the the fascinating thing is if you look at uh, the western world there are sir would know better but there are universities and scholars who specialize on india for example they specialize on a lot of things today you go around searching across india how many of the people know about the russian oil industry or how many of people know about the uh, uh turkish industry no, and so only, on not only that you won't find any specialist not only that we we just so inward looking we just don't know how to analyze others yeah so see foreign officers having 800 strength hai uh, they are useless they are useless guys i've i've had a lot of lectures at the foreign service institute and they are not very well informed and so you know you look at uh, one of the uh, one of the best we say in india american studies where we are studying the us uh, is in jnu but what they are studying is not the original our drishti on america but what the americans are producing we are reading that yeah so if we are we are reading the american left criticizing the right american right criticizing the left we are reading that and they give us from they buy us a plain fare give a full bright we go there and read from them about them so we are reading we are learning about america through the american drishti okay and we haven't really looked at it from our point of view similarly similarly china studies you know our people you should you would expect that by now we would have a huge number of people who know mandarin who reading all their newspapers who are really into their whole thinking reading their five year plan reading their 10 year plan analyzing it we don't have that how we study china we look at the american study of china and we get our knowledge from there this is a disgrace now in the us they have a strength of 40000 Uh, around foreign office, foreign service no no i'm not talking about the foreign service i'm talking about their 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 intellectual study of india so south asian studies i was building a database of who all study south asia and and uh, i would go and ask aap log bahut jante hain lekin tell me how many people study india full time history religion philosophy political thought social thought all of these areas combined how many people there are no indian ambassador knew it nobody in the foreign affairs in india knew it no indian scholar knew it left wing right wing doesn't matter no guru knew it they didn't know they didn't know somebody said 50 honge somebody said 500 honge i told them how many thousand there are and i had a database of them and every year i was updating this database because in those days i was tracking all the dissertations all the phd dissertations all the journals i would go to their conferences and monitor them because i was how how long can one man go on doing it i was doing it myself and i tried to get so many people in india to take over this uh, purva paksha yeah. uh, china produces an annual report on how china is being studied in other countries ha uh, and they give a jawab they say ke ye university theek nahi kar rahi ye university thoda jara theek kar rahi hai they have a rating system they are rating how american universities study china how british universities german free of university study china and they are then deciding based on that kisko allow karenge kisko nahi allow karenge on a visa who will be given the grant who will, whose paper will be accepted and who's not so the the study of china is controlled by the chinese 
worldwide. We do not have anything like that. I have given proposals to HRD, culture ministry, foreign ministry. They are not even interested. They do not even understand. They are so, just, just too dumb to understand this. So, the study of India is controlled by all other people. Huh? So, this is, this is a very serious problem. You have one last question. You have talked on this uh, topic on multiple occasions. This is about the civil services. Uh, we do realize that the civil services of India is actually undercutting into the very thing they are supposed to be augmenting, which is India's long-term national interest. Uh, the, the examination is designed in a way that it tends to filter out dharmic people. Even if you have part, you're partially dharmic, you, you tend to get filtered out in the process of the three-level examination. For example, you've got a whole lot of Fruit, Hegel and Russell in the syllabus, but we have very little Sri Aurobindo and, and, and Advaita. Do you think, the question is, do you think that there is any realization of this as a fact or acceptance of it among the policy making circles no. at Delhi? No. Uh, no, I don't see the Home Ministry interested. I don't see the HRD Ministry interested. I don't see the Foreign Affairs Ministry interested. I don't see the Culture Ministry interested. I don't think the ministers even get it. Out of lip service, because I'm a well-known, popular guy, they can't be rude. They call me, badi achhi se khatre wase karte hai. Politely, hamare se baat hi sun lete hai. Hamara PowerPoint bhi sikh lete, sun lete hai. Aur phir IAS officers ko bula ke kehte hai, haan ji, aap inko please help kijiye. Aur wo log stonewall kar lete. Okay, I, I had a very nice discussion with uh, PM, and I gave a summary talk. He was very impressed. He called one guy. This happened like a year ago. And he says ki inki do teen ghante ki ye presentation karwao, ministers aane chahiye and he gave a list of all the ministers. I bhi the, he organized ki easy talk, uh, Vijaya was with me and we gave a two and a half hour nice talk. Uske baad jitne bhi log sun rahe the, kuch hua nahi. No action. I mean PMO can only do so much. Yeah, he has done his job. Slavery has gone into a blood. No, no, it is also, no, no, it is, it is, it is partly that, it is also kind of mediocre thinking, I don't even think they really get it. One import, one top minister, I can't name, after hearing all of this, how the culture is being, uh, uh, you know, distorted, how our civilization, the study of our civilization is being distorted, he said, Achha, Rajiv sahab, main, Rajiv, aapko main batata hun, ki baat bhi. मैं गया था इंग्लैंड और वहां मैनचेस्टर में मेरे को किसी ने कहा सर आपने जलेबी खानी है क्या जलेबी खिलाएंगे तो मैं गया कैसी जलेबी मेरे को खिलाई आई फेल्ट सो गुड कि देखो यहां पर भी हमारी जलेबी पहुंच गई नाउ दिस इज हाउ इडियोटिक दिस इज अ सीनियर पीपल आई डोंट वांट टू नेम देम दिस इज हाउ स्टूपिड आर सम ऑफ आवर पीपल आर एंड यू कांट से पहले पहले मेरे को बोलते थे कि ये सब प्रॉब्लम चले जाएगा प्रॉब्लम इज ऑल सोनिया गांधी शी विल बी आउट इन जेल एंड ये सब हो जाएगा I don't think hone wala hai because I do not think that we have a highly sufficiently well educated uh, leadership in this country who really are internationally savvy, who, who are also uh, rooted in our tradition. Jo both dharma mein rooted hai, they are out of touch with the world. They are very orthodox, old, somewhere people sitting there who do not know Western thought, who do not even read properly, do not understand it. Or jo parte hai, where they are left wing people, they are in touch. But they are sold out. They are the sepoys. So we either have morons or sepoys. That's a very sad problem. So now you guys have to do something. The young people of this country, you got to do something. So should we end with that? Yes, thank you so much, sir. So thank you so much, everyone. The key takeaway is the action. 
Action is what we need to do. Thank you so much for so, enlightening us. I just want to say what he's done is a remarkable. See, I like people who are doing something. So, I want to spend a lot of time to, okay, I'll back this guy, I'll promote his stuff because, you know, he's doing something. So, I want people to actually do something of their own. It is not like uh, this is not a, a simple copy paste, Yahamaki Bath. He's really done research, he dug up stuff and he's put some knowledge into it and he's got clear thinking on it. So, you know, we need people who are doing some Swadharma, whether it is as a writer, whether it is as an activist, whether it is implementing things, more than just sort of, uh, you know, sitting back and giving opinions and expecting somebody else to solve the problem. So, with that, we should conclude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.